where am I? You took your time getting here. Who, who are you? Don't ask stupid questions. Our time is short as it is. You know who I am. But I don't. What happened to me? To you? To us? Oh, the burns, these scars, this vocal simulator that lets me speak. Yes, I imagine I am quite the sight now. Still, the question you should be asking is, is this your vision, or is it mine? Vision? What are you talking about? But then, you probably think this is nothing more than some bad dream. That's what I thought they were, at first. Fine, you're obviously some future reflection of me. Obviously. Then how are you here now? Think of this as a side effect of our encounter with the Harbinger. It changed us in more ways than one. Okay, you're me. But where are we? Oh, this. This is the Ark, a vast ship over 3,000 miles long. It carries all that is left of home. Home? You mean Earth has been destroyed? Earth? <laughs> Would that it had only been the Earth. Maybe then we could have... But then we never did know who the threat really was. Until it was too late. Meaning what? Meaning, this is all we have left. Of Earth. So you've said. No. No, not just Earth. Of everything. Every world in the galaxy. What few survivors there are, are here. Humans, Vulcans, Klingons, Romulans, Changelings, Kazon, hell, even a few of the Borg are here someplace. They all sleep in stasis while we cross the gulf between galaxies. At least, that was our plan. What happened? The Ark was damaged during the escape, when the last of the stars burned out. We're adrift in the void now, the last echo of our home galaxy. Doomed to drift until the end of time. Perhaps it's fitting in a way. Exactly what happened to our home galaxy? It's gone. There's nothing there now. No worlds, no stars. Nothing that could support life. Nothing but ashes drifting in space. But... But how did it happen? Don't you already know? The Destroyer. Yes, the Destroyer. You might say it came and lived up to its name. But what is it? How can I change this? How can I stop this from happening? When the time comes... Don't save Bishop. Bishop? But... I don't understand. What do you mean? Don't save Bishop. It's the only way! <coughs> what? Where? Just a dream. This is Delana. Go ahead. Sorry to wake you, Captain. We received a transmission. It could have for your eyes only. Very well. Put it through. Have I caught you at a bad time, Delana? No, I, I need to get up in a few minutes anyway. What can I do for you, Director? There is no easy way to say this. I'm sad to inform you that the Divine Celestial Imperium's forces have attacked and destroyed most of the Federation ships that were still within their territories. What? But I, I thought they were giving them a week to leave. Apparently, they're claiming that Starfleet has engaged in an unprovoked attack on one of their outposts. Specifically, the Loran Construction Yards. The one that Mac was sent to deal with. Yes. I'm sorry to tell you this, Delona, but the Tremere was also destroyed in the attack. I'm afraid Mac is dead.
Space, the final battleground. For many years, Starfleet had tried to maintain peace within the United Federation of Planets. But that alliance had become strained by numerous forces of opposition. The threat of Armageddon now lurks in every shadow. These are desperate times. We are the desperate measure. Computer, report. A temporal event has been detected. Identify the event. A 101 form capsule is approaching the Citadel. Defensive measures are unable to block it. Regent must be attacking us. No, my brother. It is not Regent. However, I have been expecting this. Enough of these puzzles of yours, Magnus. Just tell me if my Citadel is being attacked. It's not. So calm yourself, Brother Kyrian. In all likelihood, my announcement in the Brotherhood's realm has likely caused alarm amongst the Great Houses. Meaning what? Meaning, I think we're about to have a visitor. My dear cousin from House Compassion. Do you realize your unannounced presence here violates a number of the temporal protocols? I was never one to stand on rules, Kyrian. I am here to speak with Magnus. In that case, what is it I can do for you, cousin? The other houses demand proof of your claims. Do they now? Can it be that they do not trust me? It would not be the first time the observers have attempted an act of subterfuge against us. That was before we signed the Temporal Accords. Since then we have abided by the laws of protocol. Unlike you at the moment. Magnus! Magnus, the Great Houses are scared. Indeed, the members of House Brotherhood are in a full-on panic. They've recalled their members and closed their borders. Considering their history with the Destroyer, that is understandable. It is why I am here. I need to see what it is you have found. Very well. Kyrian, if you would indulge us. Computer, reopen all recently displayed files. How far back do you want me to take this, Magnus? The beginning through to where we were. Let's show our cousin everything. Are you... Are they certain of this, Captain? Yes. Yes, I'm afraid so, Tom. One of the other ships in the area detected the explosion. Maybe they were able to get off in time. Maybe someone survived. No life pods were launched, Cammy. I'm sorry, but Mac and his crew are dead. A great and noble warrior has left us. Although we are weakened by his passing, the army of Stovokor has gained a great general. Yeah, great, Korg. Still doesn't make me feel any better. 
How many ships did the Jenny destroy, Captain? With the exception of one ship, all Starfleet ships that were in the area were wiped out. Which ship made it out? Believe it or not, the Pioneer. Seems a new captain found a way around the genie's defense and was able to make it to safety. Well, that's something at least. I wonder how the genie got faster than light technology, though. We'll worry about that another time. Tom, how long before we're able to get underway? I'm bringing the warp core online this afternoon. We should be able to get underway by tomorrow morning. Good. I know this has been hard. Mac wasn't just our first officer. He was a good friend to all of us. Tonight I'm holding a service in Ten Forward in his honor. I would like all of you to be there. Dismissed. Judah, would you stay behind for a moment? Uh, yeah. What is it, Captain? I know we discussed the possibility of you taking Mac's place as first officer. I'm afraid Director Pressman has rejected that proposal. Rejected? But, but, but why? <sighs> it's because I'm a hologram, isn't it? I'm afraid so. They seem to want a flesh-and-blood officer filling the role. Yeah, I figured it'd be something like that. So, who are you promoting? The director has assigned a new officer to us. A Commander Jonathan Locke. Locke? What do we know about him? Not a lot. He was part of Starfleet Special Intelligence before he got recruited by Section 31. He's coming aboard in 30 minutes. I'd like you to escort him to the bridge when he arrives. Understood, Captain. And Judah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be, Captain. In a way, I would have been surprised if they would have gone for it. I see. Dismissed. Chief Bacchus, what can I do for you? I hurt my hand. I was wondering if you could take a look at it, Tuval. It is Dr. Tuval. And, yes, I will look at it. Come over to the medical bed. How did this happen? I was running a test on the warp core, and I, uh, well, I slipped. You slipped? You don't believe me? Considering the bruising on your hand, and the fact that you fractured two of your knuckles, you might say I would be more inclined to believe that you had made a fist and struck something. A wall, for instance. Fine. I punched the wall in my office. And what is it exactly that the wall did to deserve such violent treatment? I take it you haven't heard what happened to Mac yet? On the contrary, I have heard about it. A most regrettable loss. A regrettable loss. You say that with such calm in your voice. Hold your hand still. I need to run this regenerator for a few moments. Because I do not show emotion, does not mean I do not feel for the loss of Mac. I may not have known him as long as you did, but in the short time I did know him, I developed a great deal of respect for him. Respect? What do you mean? He had a great deal of intellect. Indeed, he beat me on more than one occasion at chess. You respected him because he beat you at chess? Indeed. Vulcans have a strong reputation in the game. Even the best our ship's computer could do was stalemate me. To beat a Vulcan at the game takes a rare individual. There. Your hand is healed. Thanks. Mac was a rare person. Hard to believe I'll never see him again. 
Will you be attending the gathering at Ten Forward tonight? I shall be there. Then, I'll see you tonight. Captain, Commander Locke is here. Send him in, please, Judah. Commander Jonathan Locke reporting for duty, Captain. I'm Captain Delana. It's a pleasure, Captain. I've never been very good at beating around the bush, Commander, so I'm going to get right to the point. Why are you here? I don't understand, sir. Starfleet has a long tradition of allowing ship's captains to decide who will serve as their first officer. How Director Pressman overrode my choice and rammed you right down my throat is beyond me. Why are you here? With all due respect, Captain, we're not Starfleet. No, we're Section 31. But this is the first time the Director has ever overridden any of my choices. I find your assignment to my ship to be... suspicious, to say the least. Captain, I requested this assignment. Did you now? Yes. As soon as I heard Commander Mack was being given his own ship, I asked that I might be considered for the post of First Officer here. And Director Pressman just granted you that wish without even speaking to me first? Uh, I guess so, sir. Well, Commander, you're here now, and I'm not going to lie to you. You have a difficult job ahead of you. The man you're replacing was very important to the members of this crew. I imagine Captain Mack's death has been hard for them. It has been hard for them, and me as well. Mack was a good friend, and they saw him as someone they could turn to in times of need. I hope in time they come to see me the same way. Time will tell, Commander. Time will tell. Why don't you get settled in? Your first watch is in two hours. Understood, sir. Dismissed. Oh, and Commander. Yes, sir? Welcome aboard. Thank you, sir. Thank you all for coming. As you know, one of our own has been taken from us. As part of Mac's last wishes, he has recorded this message for us. Computer, play file encoded Mac 1. Hey gang! Okay, strange as it may seem for you all to be here, especially under these circumstances, trust me, it's probably a lot weirder for me wherever the hell I am. As most of you know, Novacrons aren't exactly the dying type, but depending on certain extreme circumstances, we can snuff it like anyone else. Anyway, for those of you who might be wondering why I, of all people, would actually have a will, well, let's just say after about 1500 years in your world, I've lately been having weird visions of my own mortality. So I thought I'd play it safe and say my farewells while I still can. Guys, I can't begin to tell you how much I've enjoyed serving with each and every one of you. Yes, even you, Tavall. And if there's an afterlife, I'm sure I'll be missing you all. As for my personal belongings, I've left most of them to various museums on Earth, Vulcan, Konosh, and of course, Ryza. But don't worry, I have an executor who will handle all of that. 
So what's left? Ah, yes. Matthew Marinus, my youthful ward. Take the long box from underneath my bed. Those two ivory-handled katanas you always lusted after are now yours. Treat them well, and they may save your life someday. And for you, Bishop, you old rust bucket. There's a little something for you on the desk in my quarters. I found it in a little bazaar back in India in the 1800s. Every time you look at it, think of me. All right, then. The rest of you guys. Drink a good toast when this service is all over, then get back to business. That's an order. Goodbye, Mac. You'll be missed. Raise your glasses, people. To Tequila Mac, you'll be missed. To Mac. Mac. In a way, I did not really get to know Mac that well until the time the Borg attacked the ship. We had no weapons that would work against them, so we fought them in hand-to-hand combat. (laughs) That is when I knew I stood beside a true warrior. Never did he back down until the battle was ours. A warrior, maybe. But I always felt he was a gentle soul. He had a garden he tended to every day. He did? How surprising. Oh, I, I know he never talked about it. He swore me to secrecy. But I think it was in those times I understood who he really was. The warrior was something he could become when needed. But as a man who took pleasure in growing plants and enjoyed nature, that's the Mac I want to remember. Still hard to believe he's gone. Yeah, nothing feels the same anymore. Mac's gone, we have worlds seceding from the Federation. Everything's changing. The nature of things, I fear. If there's only one certainty in the universe, it's things will always change. It's how we deal with that change that matters. Didn't stagnate dreams of past glories, or face the changes head on and grow from them. Sadly, that's what we're going to have to do. Mac is gone, and we'll have to move on without him. True, but for tonight, let's remember him. Did I ever tell you guys about the first time I met Mac? No? Well, pull up a chair. This was one hell of an adventure. In fact, it's how Bishop was freed from the Borg Collective. Uh, not that story again. Oh, come on, Bishop. They'll love hearing this one. Anyway, this was back when we were all still on Defiant. Mac and I were on an away mission and the Borg turned up. Needless to say, things got hairy for a while. It seems that Mac had some sort of weapon stashed up his, uh, well, let's say he just had it hidden in a personal location that I don't wish to describe. Morning, Commander. What's our status? Engineering reports the warp core is online and all systems are ready. We can get underway whenever you wish. Cammy, inform the station we'll be getting underway shortly. Aye, Captain. Mr. Kane, make our course for the Keller Frontier. Interesting choice. Why go there? Section 31 reports that there's a race out there experimenting with Omega particles. Our job is to make sure they never get anywhere with those experiments. At least it won't be a dull mission. Docking station reports, we are cleared to depart. Time we got underway. 
Bridge to engineering. Tom, I'm going to need everything you can give me. You'll have it, Captain. And more. Good to know. Mr. Kane, take us out. Firing thrusters. Time to get back to work. Computer, in program. Very interesting. But you told me this Novacron fellow... Tequila Mac. Yes, Mac. You told me he had the destroyer in him. Regent exposed him to its energies. I believe the destroyer grows within him. Well, from what I have just seen, Mac is dead. So tell me, Cousin Magus, how is it that the destroyer can still be a threat to us? Perhaps we should show her what else we've found, Magus. Indeed. Computer. Open the Section 31 Files, Segment 2. Start playback. You have been listening to Star Trek The Section 31 Files. Absent Friends. Featured in the cast were Kara Dennison as Delona, Judah Freeze as Judah, Carl Puder as General Korg, Mark Kalita as Mac, Ellie Hirschman as Tom Backus, Crystal Hamayan as Kami, Chris Snyder as Commander Locke, Nick Cook as Lieutenant Kane, Ben Harmer as Magnus, Kevin Cho as Kurian, Laura Post as Compassion, Eric Busby as Bishop, Rick Sabigtroth as Director Pressman, and Morgan Jeffrey as Dr. Tabal. Post-production work was done by Eric Busby and Chris Snyder. The episode was written and produced by Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects AudioWorks presentation. No attempt has been made to infringe or supersede any other existing copyright in relation to Star Trek, which remains the property of Paramount Pictures.